Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt. With me, as always, Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Sensational. How are you? Sensational. If I was any better, I would be sensational. So we got a lot going on. Let's be honest. The biggest thing going on right now in sports is the NBA Finals. Kevin Durant, Achilles slash... um, calf Achilles we'll get into the to the Achilles we'll get into the calf we also want to get into a little baseball we got some big poppy talk we got a uh we also have you know we we're we're an all-around kind of sports uh podcast so yeah we'll get into a little bit of the of the Stanley Cup yes we will and women's soccer and women's soccer that's the big one I really want to talk about women's soccer because uh, let's be honest. The men's soccer is terrible, and women's soccer is what it is. It's way better than women's soccer. So than men's soccer, yeah. Men's soccer, whatever. Same difference. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get started today. What do you say? Uh, so first off, let's get started with the fact that we are on every Wednesday tonight, uh, closer to the eleven o'clock hour, usually around ten thirty. But Adam came in to the house uh so the rum dum sports podcast studio is in my basement of my house and adam came in during a little bit of uh, uh what would you call that uh um uh, just a passionate uh, passionate discussion uh between a husband and wife Yes, but it wasn't an argument. No, it not was, an argument at all. It just—it kind of sounds like an argument. It was not that at all. It, it was, was not it an was argument. It was truly passionate, a passionate discussion about sports. It really what, was. What yeah. you guys were talking it about. Was, it was a passionate discussion about sports, me and my wife. It was fun. It was. Uh, it is what it is. Anyway, we're on half hour late because usually we come on at 1030. We're here now. We also are on... Every Thursday morning, if you don't catch us on the Facebook Live, you can catch us on YouTube. You catch us on SoundCloud. You can catch us on Apple Podcast Radio and iHeartRadio. You know, iHeartRadio is probably the biggest thing going right now, right? Yes, I would say. I mean, I use Apple Podcasts to listen to it myself, but a lot of people use SoundCloud. A lot of people use iHeartRadio. Whatever your Whatever preference. your podcast desire is, we're there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And uh, let's get into it, dude. Let's start with the finals because the finals that we thought was all but over, it was 3-1. We were going, uh, we were in, in uh, Toronto. Yes, for game five. For game five, Toronto up 3-1. KD decides to play. He goes three for three from three-point land. He's got 11 points, and calf turns into an ankle, and here's where we're going to start the podcast. So let's start, though, with the game itself. Yeah, let's let's do that. As a matter of fact, before we do that, let's talk really quickly, make the announcement we want to make about our next Nosebleed Sports Podcast That's tournament what, poll. So we've done really good with our with our polls, uh, and 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 I apologize for not throwing this out there right off the bat because we've had uh, ugliest Major League Baseball player. Sorry, we have had uh, worst hair. Was it worst hair? 
What was the uh, exact? Was it was it cra- was it worst? Craziest? Was it craziest? Craziest hair, hair in uh, the NBA. NBA oh. craziest hair of all time. And uh, is that all we've had? Uh, what was the last one? No, uh, no, we did um, greatest. Uh, what was the one? The basket. We did a basketball one. Uh, yeah, the hair. That was the last one. No, because right? we had uh, Carl Malone and Larry Bird. And, oh, best nickname uh, best of nickname, all. Best nickname. Yes. Thank you. Best mm. NBA nickname. That so was the last one. We are in for what is going to be what I think is the best nosebleed sports podcast poll yet. This is fun. This is a fun one. We are going for all-time best sports posters. There are so many. We have gone over, and we've got over 70 posters that we have thrown back and forth at each other over the last couple of days. So instead of just dwindling it down to six and us voting on six, what we are going to do is Adam is going to put up two, uh, two, two different posters against each other for the next 16 days. That's 32 posters for the next 16 days, correct? Correct. Every day. Every single day. Your job out there, Nosebleed Sports Pat, podcast listeners is to vote on what is the best poster and from there we will come down to 16 and each 16 will be one week of voting correct so then we will seed once we get once you once you guys people who listen get on the nosebleed sports podcast facebook page it will be there that is where we posted the poll Get on there. You guys will be deciding who the 16, the top 16, that will actually start the weekly poll tournament, we'll say. I like it. The weekly poll tournament. Um, This is fun. I love love our podcast polls. (laughs) Yeah. I really do. I love them. I think think it gets people involved. and, And to be honest, this might be my favorite yet. We'll see how it goes. There, There's, we did. We we talked, and l- and let me say first of all, tell me, it's j- it's going to be, and I apologize, or I maybe I shouldn't apologize. It really doesn't matter. But most of these are going to be from the 80s and 90s. Oh yeah, there's most no doubt. You got to remember our age. Yes. So I am 30. My 35. Yeah, you'll be 36. I'll be 36 this year in a couple September. months. Adam is 37. Correct. Be 38 at the beginning of next year. Correct. <laughs> so uh, you got to remember our age when it comes into this. We grew if up in the were, 80s and 90s. We did. We're, we're 80s, 90s kids. I'm big time 90s kid. A uh, little bit of 80s, but the posters are phenomenal. Yeah, they were they were themed most of the time. A lot of them were uh, where you had like, uh, you know, a a flamethrower baseball pitcher or something dress up as a firefighter with, with explosions going on behind him. And he's, he's got a Dalmatian with him uh, next to him and he's holding <laughs> the so fire great. hose. That is and so great. He's full, full, full body, you know, dressed as a firefighter. I mean, stuff like that. That's just kind of an, a general example, but a lot of them are like that. And then you also have the, the traditional, the ones that, that you really think of, the wings poster is going to be in there, of sure. course. Of course, the my so so we have two. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to talk about them because okay. they're my two favorite. 
But they'll be out there. You'll you see guys it. can vote. And I hope you guys vote the same way we would think of. Because there's two posters that are going to be one, two. Whether y'all vote them in one, two or not, it's going to happen. So the the hard thing is again, like the other ones, we need what you think is the best poster, not if it's, it's not a, the best player. It's exactly. not. It's not like because Michael Jordan's in it. I don't want you to just automatically vote for Michael Jordan. It could be some guy you never heard of, but the poster is phenomenal. Right. I need you to vote for Brett Hall over Carl Malone. That's what I need. If you think the poster is cooler. Right. I'm not saying literally. I'm just right. saying if the poster's better. Exactly. Exactly. So be on the lookout starting tomorrow, starting Thursday. I will be posting one each day for the next 16 days. Is this going to be on the Twit box? It will be on It will be on Facebook. It will be on the FaceTube. So check on the yeah. NosebleedsFacebook.com. Is it .com or is Facebook, it just... Facebook.com. Facebook.com. Yeah. Go to Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Correct. All right. And then you'll be able to see everything you need to know. Now, from there... We can go into the NBA let's Finals. Let's get into the Finals because I'm so excited. The NBA Finals is one of my favorite times of the year, except for the fact that it takes six months... Six <laughs> months. Six months to play <laughs> the just for the Finals. Like, like, not the whole playoffs. The playoffs isn't that long. But the finals, <laughs> the finals themselves take as long as the rest of the playoffs. Yes. Half the teams in the NBA make the playoffs. And the finals take as long as the whole rest of the playoffs. It does. And, and that's... You get two, three days off every single game. Yeah. The, the, the one exception was between games four and five, I think it was. Yes. Yeah, the one, I think it was, it was one Wednesday day off. Friday, it was right? Wednesday off, and you got into you, it, it was immediate, but it was one, it was the, it was the one, two, is the game one, two, right? Or was it two, three? Oh, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was three, four, or four, five. Well, no, because that goes from state to state. So it was either one, two, or, th- or three, four. Because then five, six, seven is all is is so because every game, every playoff in the NBA now is two games, two games, one, one, one. Right, right. As far as home, home court, home court. Yeah, two, two, one, one, one. Which I love. Can I tell you how much I love that? I do too. I like it. It's I I like that way better than two, three, two. Yeah, game five is a lot of times the most pivotal game in a series, and. if you if you are the if you are the lower seated team, uh, you know then then it's you're gonna play game five at your home floor, and you're if you're the better team coming into the to that series, you should be able to play games five and seven at your home floor, games one five and seven at your home floor. So anyway, let's get right into just go into game five because before we get into game five i'd like yep. to say uh that game five is brought to you by ohio mosquito control and we have uh for sure our very first booked on nosebleed sports podcast ohio mosquito control uh joe leonard who was with us last week congratulations on booking your first uh treatment is that what they're called? Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just want to say Ohio Mosquito Control. Uh, that's uh, 
Ohio mosquito control. They're 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 the pest of the pest. That's all I'm going with. I'm just really excited that we have brought a customer to them. Congratulations. And uh, on that case, thanks for sponsoring the program. Thank you. And uh, on that note, we will bring you the finals from Ohio Mosquito Control. Tell us how it starts. The uh, Ohio Mosquito Control NBA Finals. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Sponsored by Ohio Mosquito Control. Also sponsored by Training Personally with Peggy Edwards. Let's hear it. No matter your level of fitness, Chris, beginner, intermediate, advanced, if you'd like to be challenged a little or a lot and want the benefit of working with a personal trainer without the cost of a personal trainer, then Training Personally with Peggy Edwards is the gym for you. Training Personally is interval circuit training for all levels with a personal trainer at your pace, on your time. Peggy Edwards keeps your workouts fresh, safe, fun. Find her training personally with Peggy Edwards on Facebook and also at trainingpersonally.com. Thank you for sponsoring the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, and thank you for sponsoring the NBA Finals. Now, Game 5. Game 5. Game 5 was – a lot of it was – Was it the best game of the Finals? Oh. Yeah, uh, probably. I mean, yeah, right. Probably. I mean, that's pretty simple. They played some good games. I mean, yeah, this has been a good finals so far. But I mean, this was the best game, all in all throughout. You had you had ups and downs. You had you had both teams coming from behind at some point in time. Correct. Yeah, a, a lot of the game was Golden State up, and they got up by as much as fifteen, I think, fourteen or fifteen points. Um, and then in the last five minutes, Toronto went on an incredible run including 10 straight points from Kawhi Leonard. Who Kawhi looked like, Leonard looked like he couldn't miss a shot to save his life. That dude's hitting. He's running down, hitting one foot threes, falling back, running backwards, running into Kyle Lowry. He, <laughs> things were fun. I mean, it, it looked like he was, he was a man on a mission. I thought that Toronto was going to win that game. And they did come all the way back from down 14 or 15, and they, they made it. They went up, I think it was five, five or six with two minutes left or I'm something gonna like that. I'm going to say two minutes, yeah. Um, and Golden State hit like three big shots, all threes, of course. They were three for, th- three for their last three with Steph Curry hitting one and Clay Thompson hitting two. The Clay Thompson was probably the biggest one. So let's start with Clay. All right, let's okay. start with that shot that Clay hit to put them ahead. So if you watch that, I'm sure you've watched it. So, uh, well, you saw it live, mm-hmm. obviously. Yes. I watched it live. I watched it in slow motion. That might have been one of my favorite basketball plays of all time. Because if you watch it, you see the ball go from top down to Iguodala in the bottom. You see it go from Draymond in the middle. You see it get kicked out. But if you watch everything going on around it, you see screens from Iguodala. You see screens from from uh, 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 Steph Curry set a screen in that play. Everybody's moving around. Everybody in that play is moving around. Does Do the Warriors move the ball better than anyone in the NBA? Uh, right now, I would say yes, and we've spoken quite a, quite often about how different it moves when Kevin Durant's on the floor and when he's not. We've done that before, and and, and, and in this that was case, later in the game. But at the same time, was that the most beautiful basketball play? Maybe not play ever. It, it is. I, if we're talking, if we're talking about the same one, it's my favorite play from this finals 
Uh, uh, By far. Because it, it went from Curry driving basically almost down to the corner, yes. give, giving it to Iguodala, who was like in the short corner, and he didn't have a great – he wasn't in a great position to score, but immediately it left his hands back up top to Draymond, who immediately swung it over to Clay on, on the I other wing. Clay, perfect, and he does it so many times. Perfect shot fake from the defender running out hard, closing out hard, and not really closing out because a closeout doesn't involve you just jumping out of the gym and trying to block a shot because that's not a good closeout. But anyway, it's, that's it's what happens 99% of the time. It's not even the definition of a closeout. That's exactly. not even a closeout. <laughs> exactly. But that's what happens. So shot fake. It's literally overplaying a ball. Yes, yeah, shot fake. Defender flies by. He, I think he took his one dribble to the left just to get himself a little bit freer. Knocked it down, wide open shot. Clay Thompson makes that nine times out of ten. That shot, um, it's beautiful. It is like it's like watching uh, Pavarotti sing. I I give I give Andre Iguodala the most credit for that play. Well, that's I mean, there's a reason why this guy's still on the team. There's a reason why this guy was an NBA Finals MVP. What is it? Five years ago. I mean, it hadn't been yeah. that long ago, right? This guy is phenomenal. He, I think Andre Iguodala is as big a part of this team as any of your big four that you talk about every day with your Steph, your Clay, your Draymond, your KD. Iguodala is as big a part of this team. He makes things happen not just on the offensive side but the defensive side because I'm going to tell you right now, as I'm just going to jump to it, even though we probably didn't plan on it being right here. But on the defensive side, if it's not for Andre Andre Iguodala, Kyle Lowry doesn't take that terrible shot from the corner to win the game. Andre Iguodala is the reason why Kawhi Leonard is forced to throw that ball out to Danny Green, who then was it Danny Green who then throws it over to uh, to Kyle Lowry. However, that little transition went, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Kawhi got the ball off a screen, comes over to the right. Uh, I think Clay's on him at that time. And as he drives, Iguodala, who better than anybody in the game, with the wingspan, with the wingspan that he has, stops Kawhi in his tracks. They double teamed him. It was a double team, but he stopped. It was the fact that Kawhi could have could have could have stopped and shot that ball right there, but he was able to do a proper closeout instead of jumping out like a crazy person. And I don't, I don't know. I, it just, it makes me, it makes me enjoy watching the NBA when you can see people play defense correctly. And these guys are playing at the best level, the highest level And Andre Iguodala is as good as they get. He's not the fastest. He's not the quickest, but he plays defense as good as anybody out there. Yep, he's been known more for his defense than anything else, of course, really throughout his career. He was a pretty good offensive player when he was younger because he was he was a lot quicker and, sure, yeah, and that yeah. kind of stuff. But, and he could jump out of the gym. Good yeah. night. No, everybody knows the guy can, can yes. leap. Yes, uh, but he has been the biggest – their not their biggest defensive presence, but one of them for, for sure. You know, you have – him and Draymond Green together, two of the better defensive players in the league playing on that team. When they're on the floor together, they're definitely a much – and Clay Thompson is a really yeah. good defender too. You have three 
uh, you know, really good defensive players on the floor when, when all three of those guys are in the game, and they were at the end there. And from what I understand, it was actually Draymond Green that was kind of directing traffic and told Igudala go now, because he was, you know, Kawhi wasn't all the way up on the line. He was out a little bit because they wanted to double it early so that they could make him get rid of it. They made him get the they, – they forced him to get the ball – 10, 12 feet away from the three-point line. Right. They forced when he was going to get the ball, he was going to have to have the ball out there. And they did a they did a great job all around on defense, the same way they did two plays before that on offense when Clay got his shot. Now, I have no problem, if you do want to get into this, I have no problem with with um, Kawhi Leonard get it, giving the ball up. But, honestly, he was being double-teamed by two good defenders the way he was playing in that game, I think he could have made a move and gotten around the double team. I really do. And I think he could have taken the last shot if he wanted to. But I still think he made the right basketball play. He was double teamed. You have a guy, you have a teammate open. I know a lot of people think you're the best player. You have to take the shot. You also have to trust your teammates. You have four other guys out there, most of who can uh, have the ability to score he gave it up, like I think is well. Like I said, I'm totally fine with that. I do think he could have made a move and gotten through it, and gotten a shot off. But he gave it up. It got over to Kyle Lowry in the corner. He took a shot. Draymond Green closed out and left his feet, of course, again, but partially tipped it. It went behind the backboard. Did Draymond partially tip that? From what I, I didn't think so at first, but somebody said he did. So I, I boy, I hope he did. Either either way, if he didn't partially tip that. Then Kyle Lowry put up one of the worst shots. Yeah. for a last Ky- second shot. Kyle that you'll Lowry, ever see. Kyle behind the bat behind the backboard by himself. I guarantee that it had to either be partially tipped or he had to adjust it in in midair some way. It it was the defensive pressure from Draymond, you know, rotating over, and and making him either change the shot or partially tipping it. It wasn't it wasn't that bad of a shot from Kyle Lowry because Kyle Lowry is not that bad. If it's Andre Robertson from OKC or if it's like two or three other guys in the league that are that bad at shoot, if well, it's sure, Ben Simmons, yeah, 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 yeah sure, yeah, yeah. he might then, shoot yeah, it from that behind might the be backboard. that bad. But anyway, it, I I really do not think people were killing and people were posting all these all these memes and all these gifs or whatever and all these things is about it a gif or a gif. I, I think it's a GIF. I think it's the actual correct thing is a GIF, but I think more people say GIF. So then what makes GIF correct? I think that's what how, wherever it was originated. What, whatever what does it, it stand, stand for? I don't I don't know that. Oh, I'm so I don't oh, know. I that. wish you knew. We can make, <laughs> if anybody knows uh, please, that is listening. Please right comment because we have some people listening. Please comment either on Facebook. <laughs> Or comment on YouTube or comment on, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud or whatever. What is GIF or JIF? Is it one? And is which it a hard is G? Yeah. Is hard, first off, is ha- I, I say hard G. I think G, GIF. Right. That's hard G. Right. J is a soft G. Correct. So hard G, soft G. Right. Put it on the poll, Allison. Is GIF with a hard G or a soft G? <laughs> so... 
You well, well, you don't even know what to say. Well, 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 but but getting back to the shot. All right, getting people, back to the shot. People were Kyle Lowry killing and, him. Uh, Kyle Lowry for, is for the such worst a bad shot. playoff uh, player in the history of basketball. It was just. It wasn't even that. It was just posting like videos of. Th- there's this guy. I I don't know his name, but he posts these videos. He's always dressed in like he's kind of a chubbyish guy and he he a husky guy, we'll call him if that's nicer. I like uh, husky. Well, and he uh he dresses like in a plain orange tank top like a tight jersey and like yeah. some tight shorts or yeah. whatever and he'll do like some funny move and then shoot the ball like 10 feet over the backboard. I don't know if you know what, who I'm talking about. I think he might wear some goggles or something like that. But anyway. <laughs> I don't know off the top of my he, head. He's, he's, he's made himself somewhat famous on the internet for that. But uh, anyway, and he posts those kinds of videos. And people were posting that and, and things like that, you know, to describe Kyle Lowry's shot. Kyle Lowry, I guarantee you, did not just get a clean look at it and shoot it behind the backboard. I promise you that did not happen. But people were God, killing I him, and I don't think it was fair. I thought when I first saw it, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, my God, that's the shot you got? And I didn't think that because of the fact that Kyle Lowry has struggled in the playoffs for so long and he just had a bad shot. I literally thought, ooh, that's it? That's all you got? Yeah. It, it it was he had to get the he had to get the shot off quickly number one because the shot because the clock was running out and number two because Draymond Green was closing out hard on him. Did they have a timeout? At that point, I did because I'm not sure because Nick Nurse took two timeouts. That's where I'm going. Uh, at the, at the end That's of the game and one at least one during their big run when they made the big run and came back from 14 down and went up by five or six. All right. So 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 I know I'm going all over the place because I, I was joking around about a timeout. That was a joke. Because it doesn't matter if they have a timeout. You let a team play. You let a team run the offense. You let a team do their thing. And I think they did. And I'm okay with the shot they got. I think it was the right shot. I think we both agree that in the end, that was the right basketball play. I preferably would have liked to have seen uh, Kawhi Leonard take a tougher shot. I'm more comfortable with him taking a tough shot than Kyle Lowry getting an open look. Especially if it was blocked or whatever, partially blocked or whatever. But what I want to know is, can you... Okay. How do I... I I want to ask you this question in a way for you to answer, and I'm going to just come out with it. Uh, Did the Raptors choke? They were winning the game. Did they choke? That's another thing that I saw on social media that drives me insane almost every single time someone says it whether it's social media or in like big traditional sports media or whatever right people saying teams choked in most cases i don't think that's accurate or i think it's just way overstated i don't think no i don't think the raptors choked how can you choke when you made a run like they made good night they were down by 15 how is that choking with like when five you had minutes to come left back? you had to come back from being down 15 points. No, you did not choke. You, There's no choking involved. You might have had to take a timeout, and you can call it choking that way. I'm going to tell you right now, Nick Nurse has outcoached Steve Kerr in the finals up through maybe the last three minutes of game, what was that, game five. So that's four 
in almost a full fifth game, Nick Nurse has been the better coach. I don't, I don't want to hear about choking. I don't want to hear about any of that. They had to come back from being down. Was it 15? I think it was 15. I saw 12 at one point for sure. Mm-hmm. Could have been 15, whatever the score was. If you have to come back from that far down at halftime, you didn't choke away a lead. You no. didn't, you you it's imp, it's literally impossible to choke when you've been down that much. You had to come back. There's no It was in the fourth involved. quarter too that they had to come back from that far. It was, was it that much in the fourth? I believe so. I know at halftime they were down by 12. They were de- they were still down at least double digits in the fourth quarter and they had then to come no, back. You didn't choke. So everybody out there talking about the Raptors choked this game away. That's not what happened. The the Golden State Warriors shot the ball very well. Steph missed some big shots. Steph hit some big shots. Yes. Clay hit two huge shots. And it is what it is. But you cannot come out and say that 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 the Raptors choked no. at the end of this game. Let me tell you something that irritates me more than anything in the entire world. Blame. There's always blame. If you lose a game, there's automatic blame on someone Mm -hmm. why does there always have to be blame on someone i don't understand that sometimes the better team wins and you're just better than them yes you made more plays you made more plays you did this better that doesn't mean that someone is to blame there's never a play that loses a game correct Correct. right i'm with you yes That irritates me more than anything in the world. And not only is that the same. Okay, I'm going to bring this up now, and I'm jumping all over the place. Well, let me me ask you. Let me ask you. Who is to blame for Kevin Durant's injury? That's what I was just about to say. I know. All right, Kevin Durant's (laughs) injury. Who's to blame? No, let me ask you. (laughs) You want to ask me? I want to ask you because I've got a feeling that I'm going to come in at a little bit different of an angle than you. So you tell me. Who's to blame for Kevin Durant injuring his Achilles after knowing, after being out for eight games? Was it eight games? It was at least eight. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I believe it was eight games Might have been eight, yeah. with a uh, calf, a strained calf. A lower calf injury, yes. Let me tell you who was to what's blame. The calf, what's the calf? First off, what's the calf attached to? Uh Everything uh, the in ankle, the leg, the, the ankle, the, the hamstring, the, ankles, the, the Achilles. The Achilles. So anyway, go ahead. Go ahead Everything. Go ahead. Who's to blame? No one is to blame. And if someone is to blame, it's everybody. If you're going to blame somebody, everybody is to blame, but nobody really is to blame. I am so sick and tired about everybody throwing out. You got Steve Kerr throwing out KD's manager and the, the team doctor's name. And you got the team telling you got you got the GM talking about blame me and this and that and the other. No, here's the deal. Things happen. Things happen. KD felt comfortable. They have video of KD uh, before the game in the tunnel, jumping up and down, making some, making, making cuts, jumping and making cuts in the, in the tunnel before the game, fully straining that calf. And if he's good enough to do that and he feels good, there's always a possibility for that ankle to hurt itself, especially this soon after a calf injury. Mm-hmm. There's no one to blame. He was cleared. He felt good. Stop 
trying to blame. It's 2019. Somebody's going to be to blame. It's yep. 2019. Yep. Social media. Somebody's going to be to blame. Mm-hmm. You know what? And we have to crucify them. Cru- and, 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 and It's and, bull crap. And get rid of them. Get out of here. This is ridiculous. Here's the deal. Guy wanted to play. Guy wanted to play. He felt good enough to play. This they were at they were in a position to where if they lost the game, the finals were over. This year was over. The season was over. You are the best player on this team. You know you're the best player on this team. And you just went through your first practice and you felt good. And you're jumping around and you're moving and your 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 calf feels good. I know that there's always a little bit in the back of your mind. There's a little bit in the back of your mind that is doing things different because of a little bit of injury that you have. But at the same time, there's no one to blame. I don't blame KD. I don't think that it was his fault. I don't blame Warrior Nation for getting on him and maybe making him feel like he needed to come back. I don't blame the I don't blame the 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 um, training staff for pushing him. I don't blame the general manager for pushing him. I don't blame anybody. You know what happened? KD felt good. KD felt like he could play. Get over it. This is ridiculous. The guy got hurt. He was hurt before. He got hurt after. Yes, I 100% think he came back early. If this was a regular season game, he never would have played in that game. No. But it's not regular season. Way bigger. No, it's, you it's won't, so much bigger. It's not even funny. You, you, you. There's not a bigger situation. If you're not coming back in that game, you're not coming back in any game. And, and, and you know what I say? If you don't come back in that game and you practiced full practice the game the the day before and you don't come back, then you quit on your team. I don't agree with that. But you don't and, think so? No. And and I and and. Let me let me tell you why. Is it because this, of your contract? Is it because of the money out there involved? No, no, no. I, I don't think that has to do with. We anything. talked about this last week. Yeah, I, I don't think money has to do with anything, and I don't. Yeah, and I don't think your your next contract, your free impending free agency, matters in this situation. He's going to make a decision based on how he feels. He was like you said, medically cleared by the training staff to be able to play. He felt like he could go. Now, you were saying he felt good. I don't know that he felt good, but he felt like he could play. So, well, that's relative. I mean, I don't, I, what, what does good mean? I don't know. Well, I didn't say he I, felt great. He didn't feel like 100%. He, he felt good. Right. What is good? Good could be good could be <laughs> 60%, good could be 80%. I don't know. Good's just relative. Okay. So, so either way, he he felt like he could play. The training staff cleared him too. I'm playing. Everybody, of course, You'd play. Of course, everybody in your that brother situation, would play. Your cousin would play. Your your second cousin, twice removed, third generation <laughs> from whoever would play. Everybody listening to this podcast would have played. So to come out and give some bullcrap. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's it just pisses me off. There's no reason to blame somebody in no. this case. The guy wanted to play because this was the the biggest game up to this moment in his life. Yes. Now he could, let me ask you this. He felt like he could play and he wanted to play because of the, because of the stage, because of the situation. situation. Yeah. So, but how much was it? And, and like you said, he, he, he practiced now 
practices at this time in in the season are not full practices. They're not hard practices. You're mostly just walking through stuff. You're not going hard. Now they're you're telling t- me that this guy with an ankle injury or or, or a calf, calf injury before before this happened goes through a uh, we'll we'll call it 40 percent practice. You're telling me he's not doing something more on oh, the no. side yeah, before he, he figures is. out if he wants to play or not. Definitely, you have to coming back from that injury. Yes, but but I I just don't I just want to be careful not to say he did a full practice and he was fine and you know it was practices practice isn't practice like it is in the beginning of the season, but he did have to go through tests that. Deter, that would determine, you know, whether he was going to be able to perform in a game or not, and and even even the the catching an alley oop from the coach in in warm ups and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's not simulating what you're really going to have to go through in a game, cutting, stopping, starting, all that kind of stuff. That's really going to matter, and and you know, being able to move like you need to move in in the intensity of the game. You can't really simulate that until you actually get there. But you can do as much as you can and make sure it's good enough that you're not it doesn't hurt badly just to make regular basketball moves. Okay. So, and I'm sure he he went through all those things and that's how he got medically cleared and all that stuff. So, I, I we know that he wasn't 100%. We know he probably wasn't even really that close to 100%. But nobody ever said he was he never said he was right, 100%. Right. So, but but my thing is he was medically cleared to play. He was good enough to play. How much do you think he, because you know he wanted to play more than anything. He's a competitor. Do you, I shouldn't have used that word. That's such a cliche. That's stupid. But anyway. It's okay. He, he but he, I mean, it it's is. truth. It is what it is. Ultimately, it is. You, the, the competitive spirit yeah. that you have makes you want to go out there and compete at the highest level on the high, on the biggest stage for the biggest prize. How much do you think he said, yeah, I feel good, I feel fine, whatever it was, whatever word he used, to the training staff, to the coaches, to the rest of his teammates, to the people who needed to make those decisions, whether he was going to play or not, how much do you think he said, yep, I'm good to go, and in his mind thought, I don't really know. I'm saying this because I want them to let me play. Does that matter? Well, if if it, it, it may in that, what where Maybe what, he, where does that matter? Where does it matter? If does that matter any, on who you're blaming? Well, if there's because are we going back to the blame if, game? If there's any blame to give, it could be because you do have to uh, medical staffs and coaches and everybody they on can only go off staff, of what you say. Yes, and they have to try to protect guys from themselves because we see it in football you know there's just a culture in sports and it's it's even more so in football and a few other sports that it's it's the mentality like nothing's going to keep me out i'm i'm too tough to to sure. be out or whatever okay. and and you can you can get you can block out your you can block out rational thinking and reasonable thinking from yourself because you let that that part of your brain takes And there's over. a certain amount of adrenaline and uh, uh, cortisone and everything that goes involved in that. Sure. Um, but I'm just I'm just throwing that out as a scenario that maybe he let maybe he told them he felt better than he really did. If he did, I still don't blame anyone 
for this because it's nothing I would have done, you would have done, anybody we know or 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 it, it doesn't matter what amount of money is coming behind it. Maybe it does. Maybe it does because there are some players, maybe a Clay Thompson, if this happens to Clay, maybe if this happens to a guy like Draymond Green, that's a different story. But you're talking about a guy who it doesn't matter. He's getting a max deal no matter what. And in my in my yes. point of view, he's still going to get the super max or whatever you want to call it. He's still going to opt out of his deal. He's still going to get a bigger deal. Whether he has to rehab for a full year or not, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. So, no. No, it, I, I, I'm not blaming you. I feel like you're trying to get me to blame Kevin Durant. Like you're trying <laughs> not, to trying talk to me do. in no. to blaming Kevin Durant, and I'm not doing it. I don't blame Kevin Durant, and I don't blame the 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 Warriors uh, training staff for it because I think it's I think it's just everybody doing their job. I think the Warriors said, "Hey, how do you feel? Hey, this is a strain. It's a calf strain. Listen." Anything like that happens, there's all kinds of things. Your whole gait is different. You In the back of your mind, whether you're thinking about it or not, you are doing things differently than you would do in everyday life because of what you've done uh, to your calf here just a week, a week or two ago. So, yes. Yes, in is it Kevin Durant's fault for not for for coming out and saying I'm good? Okay, sure. I'll blame him. Do you want to blame the Warriors? Yeah, I'll blame them for not doing an extra for doing exercise. You can blame everybody. But in all honesty, there's no one to blame here. Everybody wanted to win. There's nothing wrong with wanting to win. Yes, but if you if you know that the guy's really not, do, do you know? Did no. it, did they know? No, they didn't know. How do but, you know? If you're if you're not being told, I don't blame Kevin Durant for not telling them exactly how he feels, and I don't know that he necessarily didn't tell them exactly right. how he felt. We don't know because he's that. got adrenaline going. He's got a lot of things happening in that time frame, that 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 short time frame for him being right before that game. Just the bottom line, he wanted to play. Whether he told them he felt better than he really did or not, we don't know that. But either way... Then you blame Kevin Durant. I don't blame anybody. Neither do I. I'm done with... It's 2019. We got to blame somebody. We got to get on social media and tweet about who did this wrong and who did that wrong. No. You know what happened? A guy wanted to get out and play in the biggest game of the year, and he's the best player on the team, and he wanted to play. Good for you. They went through the... Get your butt out there. Play. He went three for three, scored 11 points in the first, like, 14 minutes, and then got hurt. Yep. And it was, uh, you know, we saw the video. I saw it several times. The little move he made that, you know, wasn't anything out of every the ordinary day. thing. It's every and you day. See the, and you see the, the, the calf pop or whatever. Like, it was it was strange. But um, it looked, it looked kind of gross. But uh, either way, he confirmed today that it was a ruptured Achilles, which is one of the worst. One of the worst injuries you can have. He did have surgery. Surgery went well. Is Kevin Durant super hopped up on on some kind of pain pills right now? Does he? Probably. (laughs) Over the last three days, well, not three days, over the last two days, he has been tweeting way more than he ever would. Well, all he's doing is laying around now. (laughs) But he's letting people know what's going on. That's not like KD, right? 
Uh, I mean, I, I feel like this is a big enough thing. He's hiring he's, a kite. Let's be honest. He's hiring a kite. <laughs> it is what it is. Maybe. He's but letting anyway. everybody know because he's hiring a kite. You mentioned uh, a little bit ago about, you know, he's still going to get a max deal, a super max deal, yeah, whatever. I think so. Um, and, and that's going to be – it is now people are talking about how it is going to affect free agency a little bit because – the same teams that might have been interested in signing him and pairing him with another superstar, the teams who have who have created that cap space to make that happen, might feel a little bit differently now. Might not go after him as aggressively, um, or might make different plans now that they know they're going to have to wait another year because he is. It's an Achilles. It's a ruptured Achilles. Their timeline I mean, is probably about a year. Right. So, if if the New York Knicks were planning on bringing he and Kyrie in together, they might not be thinking about that now. Because now you can bring Kyrie in, you can draft R.J. Barrett, and you can probably still get a decent pick next year too. And then Kevin Durant, who, by the way, still has a player option that he can pick up and stay with the Warriors for one more year. Do you really think he's going to pick up a player option, that player option? If I'm, if I'm him, I would. You guarantee that thirty it's thirty it's like thirty one, thirty one and a half million. He, this out of season. anybody in this league besides LeBron James being hurt, knowing you're gonna be hurt for a full season, mm-hmm. even though that is a uh contract year, I'm more comfortable being Kevin Durant opting out of next year. And I still think there will be plenty of teams there coming will at be. him. With a max, super max, whatever you want to call that deal, there will be. But like I said, I you know some of the teams are, might be uh, have some more reservations about it because now you're going to have to pay the guy whatever the super max is. I think it's like forty one million or something like that. You're going to have to pay him that for a year when you're getting no service from him. Okay, so then my question to you is: If you have a chance at Kevin Durant, knowing that you're cha- that that you have a chance at him for four years, or is it five? I think the supermax you can do five. Possibly, yeah. I, I'm. I we'll, can't we'll call it. We'll call it four. We'll okay. just call it four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four years. Kevin Durant. Okay, Kevin Durant, the absolute prime of his career. But you don't get next year. Well, you don't believe this is still the prime of his career? He's gonna be. Th- 32 when he comes back. Yeah. And um, there's nothing that tells me he's not in his prime. Well, 34 a game in the playoffs before he gets hurt. Maybe he's in his prime right now coming off of off of an Achilles injury and another year older into your thirties. Okay. Might, it, okay. So at the top of his prime coming down yes, and it's KD, does that matter? It's still KD. He's still the second best, best, third best, second best, first best, whatever you want to put him. He's still in the top five of the entire league, whether he is coming down, going up at the point, at the, the peak, it doesn't matter. He's still in that top five of the league and he will be there in a year. So you're going to have to have your franchise wait maybe a year. Maybe they make the playoffs. Maybe you do all your deals and they and your team has to wait an extra year. But are you really that worried? I'm 100% trying to sign KD for two years from now. 
it's it's a decision everybody's gonna have to figure out how to you know there's really only probably like three teams that are a possibility anyway but you're gonna have to decide whether yes you want to pay him all that money to miss a year and would you not, not do it well what would you do but you're but you have to decide whether you want to do that and then you don't know exactly you're the Knicks <laughs> you don't know exactly no 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 you're the Knicks okay you don't what's know gonna exactly. happen when he comes back how he's gonna be is it going to be, you know... Do you not know? I mean, I pretty much you, know what no, he's going to be. No, you don't know. You have an idea, but you don't know for sure. I mean, guys come back... Guys have had these catastrophic injuries and come back and not been the same player. I is don't this as catastrophic as everybody's making it out to be, or is it just it's probably right the, now? It's probably it, the worst injury Dominic Wilkins came from back, came back from it. You're right. He did, and he averaged like 35 in the first month when he came back. Yeah. Certainly. It doesn't happen that You're way. You're telling for me that he's not a Dominique Wilkins uh esque, not esque. He's uh, not let he's, me help let me let me let me get the let me get the words right. He's not a Dominique Wilkins caliber of player. It has nothing to do with that. He's not Dominique Wilkins the person. He doesn't have Dominique Wilkins' body. Nobody is totally he might come back body. even stronger. He might. You're right. He might. But it's a gamble. You don't know that. Nobody knows how he's going to come back. You can I'm assume- taking him. I'm signing him. I'm saying, if come play with me because in two years, we are going to be in the finals. We're going to be in the finals in two years when KD comes back. Depending on what Depending on what nothing. And- depending on the so fact Kevin that Durant I got Kevin Durant on my team. Takes you to the finals. Yes. Wow. I couldn't disagree more, but that's totally okay. <laughs> if I was in the East. Even so, Kevin Durant alone does not take you to the finals. There's so many. I mean, obviously, there's so LeBron many James qualifiers. There's the so finals. many qualifiers that go into this. I yes. mean, I mean, it's that's obviously way bigger a point than it than, than than I mean it to be. What I'm saying is, Kevin Durant gets you to. I mean, it definitely gets you to the he playoffs. You it probably gets you to the second round of the playoffs. Just having Kevin Durant on your team. It de- yes, it depends on a lot. A of healthy if if you have a healthy LeBron James in L.A., they probably make it to the second round of the playoffs. They're not going to be. They're not winning anything in the West. Listen, I love LeBron James, but I'm not. I'm I'm not an idiot. They were they were a four seed when he when he got hurt. Mm-hmm. There's no nothing that tells me they wouldn't have still been in at least made it to the second round of the playoffs with LeBron. And you can't tell me that KD, KD's that next guy right behind LeBron. I mean, that that that's it. It's 1-2, right? He has been. I'm not. At I, least I'm for not. the last three years, it's been 1-2. You can put Kawhi there, but 1-2-3, whatever you want to do. When you talk about pure scores, pure athletes in this league, it's 1-2, LeBron, KD. Pure scores, KD is over LeBron, honestly. But um, okay, so pure but basketball players. There are whatever. too many. There are too many other guys now. That LeBron's you can, the best player in the NBA. He has been for the last twelve years. LeBron's the best player whatever. in the NBA. He has been for about the last. LeBron's 10 years. the best player in the NBA until this year, <laughs> because he got hurt. That's no. why. I, you're telling me because he got hurt. Before he got hurt, he had this. He had the worst team in the NBA as the fourth. Best team. They were not in the West. How were they? The, they there were, were the sixth, so many other. They were the sixth best team in the West. <laughs> okay. They were sixth in the West when he got hurt. You said they were four. I was. Uh, that was a lie. <laughs> uh, no, they were fourth. I think. 
I thought I'm they pretty were sure sixth. they were fourth. I thought they were sixth. Either way, still, they were fourth in the West, and they were horrible, except for the they fact that they had LeBron. <laughs> what was not horrible about them? They were winning games. Yeah, because LeBron was on their team. <laughs> and other guys as and well. And who? Who? <laughs> the, the other guys that played the rest of the year when he wasn't there. That word to, what happened when LeBron went down? They lost. They and when he came back, when he horrible. came back, they didn't win after that when he came back either. Because they're already terrible. <laughs> That's why. But I thought LeBron makes you that much better. He does. But you couldn't can't you can't come back when you come back that late. He was too he, he was too far gone. They didn't win anymore when he came back. I'm done talking about <laughs> I'm done talking about my girlfriend. Let's move let's move into something else. Okay. Basketball's basketball's over now. Okay. We're gonna talk about we got plenty of other stuff oh, to talk about. Basketball's here. not over. No, listen. Not, I didn't this time next week us when talking we're talking about basketball. I'm not done talking over. about the NBA. It's an almost an hour in and I <laughs> you want not, to say something else about the NBA? No, I got going. nothing else. I could do it all night long. So could I. I just we got so many other things uh, we want to hit. We do, we do, now, we do, we do. Let's so before go. before we get into baseball and women's soccer and all, all this other stuff. Oh, NHL, the NHL. All right. We're so gonna, what are we getting into first? What, we are going to. So Forbes put out every year they put out the list of the 100 highest paid uh, athletes. Speaking of LeBron James. Speaking of LeBron James. The 100 highest paid athletes. Forbes put out the list yes, yesterday or the day before. I want to see if you can name. Let's say that. Let's say like the top. Let's say the top 15. Let's say the top 15. Top see how 15? You can do. Yeah, just see how you can do. See how you do. All right. And I'll, so and I'll give first you question. A, first question. How many soccer players are there? That's exactly the first clue I was going to give you. One <clears> through three are soccer players. All right. So Messi. That's number one. Okay. Uh, just name all the soccer players you know because you probably only I know just two did. or three. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> Same. Landon Same. Donovan. <laughs> absolutely not. He is absolutely not. Uh, okay, so we got Messi. We got uh, – I, I honestly don't know. Give me the other soccer no, players. Number two is Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo. That's the guy who had the go- – he's got a uh, – he has a airport named after him, and the bust looks – <laughs> Nothing like him. A super sexy guy. <laughs> okay, and then number three is Neymar. His name's just Neymar. Yeah, is uh, it like Ichiro? He doesn't have yes. a last name, or I, that is his last. I name? I guess so. I don't know. He's a soccer player. He made he made, he's made 105 million bucks. Uh, 75 of that is from uh, what he makes playing, and then 30 million is from endorsements. Wow. Number four. So it takes. The first five are not in the in the big three sports. The, well, the, the big three, three in in America, because we Correct. all know that soccer is the biggest sport right. in the world. Right. Just talking about America, the big three sports are, are baseball, basketball, and football. So it takes one well, through five. I mean, it's got to be LeBron next, right? LeBron's next. Or no, is it one through five are not? <laughs> Oh, in sorry. Top. <laughs> one through five are not in the top. Correct. And we have one through three are the soccer players. Number four, just tell me the sport. Boxing. And for once, it's not Floyd Mayweather because he doesn't fight anymore. Is it Manny Pacquiao? I don't, I don't it's not. Know. That's a good guess, but it's not. Is it the fat, uh, overweight, uh, heavyweight that we got right no. now? No. Who is it? No, it's Canelo Alvarez. Oh, Canelo. Okay. He he made. The, that's uh, a steroid guy. Yeah, he's a right. steroid guy. All right, <laughs> right. number five. Number five, tennis. 
Tennis. Oh, Serena Williams? No. Well, then I don't know. Men. I men's I don't tennis. know a men's tennis player. You know men's tennis Raphael players. Raphael Nadal. Close. Who uh, is the Roger guy? Federer. Exactly. All right. Yeah, we're on a roll. Yeah, Yeah, one out of five. All right. Cool. So that's why we're doing top 15, obviously. Now, now, now the next, really the next two surprise me. Uh, the next two are football players, both quarterbacks. But number six, the number really six the highest, next two were both are both football players and both quarterbacks. And number six on this list just blows me away. I can't believe he's the sixth highest paid athlete in the world. All right, so it's it's guys that just signed contracts. So you have uh, the ding dong from Washington, uh, Kirk Cousins. It is not. Is it? Uh, let's see. So it's not Tom Brady because he signed like a little baby deal. Nope. So this is this is this contract plus endorsements? Contract plus endorsements, yes. And we still have not come across LeBron. No, LeBron is not in the one in one through seven. Wow! Because the next two are football players. Okay, so uh, let's go with this guy plays on the West Coast. Oh well, then it's got to be a guy uh, like Russell Wilson. Exactly. That's okay. exactly who it is. He's number six. All number right. seven is another quarterback. I could give you a hint that I'm thinking of, but it would just give it away easily. Don't do that. Okay. Another quarterback. Uh just give me give me a division. Um oh I don't know if I'm gonna know that. He plays wow. well then I can't help he you. He plays <laughs> I'll I'll tell you he plays in the Midwest. That doesn't help me. NFC, AFC, you have any idea? Um, We're doing a sports podcast. You don't know. I know. Yeah. I, it is It is the off season, and I do not pay attention cl- close enough to football. Um, he plays. Okay. Okay. He, he plays. Okay. okay. Give in, me a color. <laughs> uh, green. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so That'll he's number, AFC, by the way. He's number seven. AFC. He's number seven. Uh, and then the next three are basketball players. Or is he NFC? You know what? To be honest, I don't know either. He might there be you NFC. Go. That makes me feel better. <laughs> we don't do football on the Nosebleed no, Sports I, Podcast. Yeah. We're baseball, basketball. All right. Number eight. LeBron James. Yes. Number nine. Give me a sport. The, the next two, basketball. The next two are basketball, and they're both in the series currently being played. I would say we're talking uh, KD next and then Steph. Uh, reverse that. Steph and then KD. Steph wow. is number nine. Wow, KD Steph's is number, number 10. nine. He signed his contract like four years ago. That's impressive, he, especially because he sells old man Under Armour shoes. <laughs> uh, they're coming around. Are they? Because yeah. they're just old people's shoes. No. The very first one. You're an old person. So I know. you're allowed but- to like them. No, there are so many other pairs that have come out since the first one. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he he actually makes more in endorsements than he does per year. Isn't that how most, most of these guys probably are? Not Aaron Rodgers, not Russell Wilson. That's, surpri- not That's Alvarez. very surprising. And there's no baseball in the top ten. Nope, no baseball in the because top ten. Because those guys make buco bucks. In fact, yeah, and in fact, the first baseball guy, number 17. Mike Trout? Yep. Number 11 is a golfer. 
Uh, Tiger. Yep. Number 12 is... How, wait, time out. How crazy is it that Tiger Woods is still in the top 15 and this dude is literally probably the 30th best golfer well, how much, in in golf? How much money did he win by winning the Masters? Like uh, probably all of this. <laughs> how mu- what does it say he won? Because I'm going to uh, say he won probably four million, three to four million. I see. I don't. They have. Well, yeah. Salary. It says salary nine point nine million. So I guess that's just this year. Yeah. Um. So, but fifty four million in endorsements. That's Nike. Yeah, my brother. That's Nike. Right. Cash and checks. Yeah. The, the one of the few. One of the few sponsors that did not drop Nike him. doesn't <laughs> Nike doesn't make golf clubs anymore. Oh, I'm pretty sure that. they only and, and he swings a Bridgestone, okay, golf ball. So which so is he's, which is a tire company. So he's basically, <laughs> so he's basically making money specifically off the hat he wears and the shirt he wears. Yeah, and the belt he wears and the pants he wears and the shoes he wears. Probably. All right, Nike. so he's making some money. Probably Nike undies, right? Oh, he's definitely got the Nike Pro. You ever you ever threw on a pair of Nike Pro boxer briefs? I have not. No. Oh, the breath. The breath that your crotch has is phenomenal. Is it? I'm sure it's worth it, but man, uh, I can't spend. It's not worth fourteen dollars yeah, for a see, pair of drawers. That's the thing. If I got drawers on, I'm not spending fourteen dollars on a pair of drawers. I I'm not either, but that's coming from a guy who spends like seventeen to twenty dollars on a pair of socks. So, are you a boxer brief guy? Brief guy, boxer guy. What? What? what where you go? Uh, number twelve is a no, football player. Timeout. No, we're we're breaking this down. Now. Number <laughs> it's breakdown time. Number twelve is another quarterback. What's um, wrong with what? I think this is a good conversation to have because for I'm going to tell you where I'm at. I'm a mix. I know you have no problem with that. Listen, I'm a mix. I I'm a I, I was a boxer guy for most of my life. I've definitely switched over to the boxer brief. It cuts off a lot of chafage. Uh, it's a, a big time. So. The boxer brief, I feel like, is the perfect uh, a combination. If you could take two things that are just beautiful and put them together, I feel like boxer brief is that. Combination. I don't know if I consider the brief beautiful. So, are you a boxer? You're a boxer guy. I, I'm exactly the same as you. I'll just make it easy, uh, and that really is the truth. A little bit of both. I'm the, sa- I'm the yeah, same. A little bit as of you. both. Yeah. If I'm playing baseball, well, not baseball. If I'm playing basketball. No, I take that back. When I'm playing sports, I've always got compression shorts on. I'm mm. a tights guy. Okay. I like uh, I like tights. I got sliding shorts uh, or something or or a compression short on when I'm playing some kind of sport. But if I know I'm going to like Kings Island, I'm wearing boxer briefs 100%. Kings. Okay. All right. So your it's amusement a lot park, of walk. So it's your a lot of walk park underwear is If I'm golfing, boxer briefs. My yeah, amusement Golf, that's boxer brief. If I'm, you know, chilling around the house, gonna watch a Reds game, eh, it doesn't matter. Whatever I pull off the top, yeah. One thing I'm not a fan of, silk boxers. Okay. You got um, any? Might you have had a, them? might have had a pair when I was a kid or something. Not a fan. Yeah, I don't, I don't ride really up. Remember they all. ride up. They get a little crazy. Anyway, back to back to where we're at. Number what, twelve number is it? <laughs> <laughs> Is another quarterback. Okay. Uh, and he plays in the AFC North. How about that? I know that. 
Roethlisberger? Yep. It's the only person that you would know that, that is a quarterback in the AFC North. I know, I know the AFC North. I don't know the yeah. rest of the league. Yeah. I know Because it's North. definitely not Andy Dalton, and right. it's definitely not uh, any of the other quarterbacks <laughs> in the division. Who's uh, 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 it's, who's the guy for Cleveland now? For 13, which means this is 13 through 15. Let me tell you that I don't know if I've ever heard of this guy, which is surprising, even though it is this certain sport. But I feel like I've heard most names, at least. This is an auto racer. Ooh, auto racing. At huh? number 13. <laughs> Tied for number 13. <laughs> okay. Uh, can I do a hard pass on that? Yeah, I'll just give you Lewis Hamilton. Oh, my gosh. How did I not know Lewis Hamilton? Because he's a flipping race car driver. That's why I didn't know him. We have another boxer at number tied for uh, Alvarez? No. This is... Uh, I just know Canelo Alvarez. <laughs> this is the guy. This is the heavyweight that was the champ that just got beat, I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, well, that's... But got beat by the fat guy? Yeah. Yeah. What's this guy's name? Anthony Joshua. Oh, Joshua. Yeah, two first names. Can't trust him. <laughs> we were just talking about that at work today. Yeah, it's crazy. Can't, um, it says, tr- is it not the truth? Okay, so... Tell me one person you know with two first names that you trust. I don't trust anybody, so that's that doesn't apply to me. I can't answer that question. Uh, the very last guy on this, <laughs> on this list is a football player. He's a defensive player. Um, Donald, he just, Aaron Donald. He, nope. He just joined a new team last season. Uh, he was one of the best, one of the best defensive players in the league. Joined a new team last season. Um, and his, sa- he, he, his, uh, worth, his, his net worth is 55 million. That wow. is, fi- so, that is what 50, number is this? That is 50. This is it. This is number 15, 54 of the 55 million. He makes from his salary, 1 million from endorsements. <laughs> That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. I didn't, I, I didn't realize the NFL made this kind of money. Uh, who is it? Is Khalil Mack. Khalil wow. Mack. Wow. So uh, a lot of people I thought that made more the, money than Khalil Mack. The top fifteen. I would think really somebody I would me. think somebody like a uh Bryce Harper, just from endorsements and things. I would think a guy like uh I Bryce I, Harper's I, number twenty three. That's uh, Lawrence, football player. You have Phil Mickelson, you have Novak who? Djokovic. Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence, who I've never heard when of. When you say football, is that American football? That or? is American football. I I can't click on this because I don't get the – I don't have – it's going to just like time out on me because I don't have the internet here. But uh, that's – he's above him. What does Novak he make? Djokovic. Who's that? Demarcus Lawrence. Forty-six point eight million dollars plus a hundred fifty thousand defensive end for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Boy, we are not a football podcast. We are not a football podcast until football season when we have Andre Edwards come on and tell that us about the Bengals the because extent, we need. That's the extent of our football we, we, podcast. Well, right, because that's why we have to have guys like him on to explain yeah. what's going on to exactly. us. Exactly. Anyway, uh, so okay, so that was the Forbes top 100. You got all kinds of su- surprises. Have you ever heard of Sebastian v- Vettel or Vettel? Oh, Vitali. No. Oh no, I have no idea. He's another race car driver. Uh, let's see, Brandon Cooks. I wouldn't think would be. He's number Brandon 34. Cooks. Are Brandon you kidding Cooks? me? This is ridiculous. Take Forbes. 
Throw it out the window. <laughs> There's not a baseball player over top of Brandon Cooks except Mike Trout. Uh, no, that's Brandon Cooks is number 34. You have uh, oh, Trout is 17, gosh. but the only other baseball player besides him is Bryce Harper at number Are 23. Are you kidding me? Yep. It, it, until you get to, uh, let's see, next baseball. Pujols? Manny Machado. Man, uh, new, newly signed. Right. All Manny Machado is number 38. All three newly signed. That's ridiculous. All right, next, next. What's our next thing on the list? Uh, David Price is number 50. He's the next guy. I'm done. I'm done. What's our next thing on the list? This Forbes has got me irritated. So speaking of baseball, uh, let's talk about. I didn't hear Chris Witt. Chris Witt was not on this list, unfortunately. I've got a studio in my basement. And I don't know how many other, maybe none of these other guys have studios in their basement. That's all I know. Rum Dum Studios coming to you live, Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Let's let's switch gears. Let's switch gears to something that we'll we'll stay in the baseball. We were just talking about the guys on, on the Forbes list from baseball. A guy who played twenty years, made a ton of money because he was a great player. Who was from the Dominican Republic? Who was back there? Yeah. So let let me start off here. So start this year, this year, so two thousand nine. So 2008. That is not this year. No, no, no. <laughs> um, let, let me uh, let's 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 keep flipping. So 2008, the Boston Red Sox won the World Series. Mm-hmm. 2009, I was married. Hey, yeah, on my birthday. Hey, at the same time, can never forget my anniversary. It's on my birthday. It's so great. You better not. I definitely suggest that to anybody <laughs> out there. I uh, never forget. Anyway, so. Uh, Ten years later, Big Poppy David Ortiz gets shot in the Dominican Republic. Two weeks after we decide that we're going to the Dominican Republic for our ten-year anniversary, is that right? When is your ten-year anniversary? Uh, oh, my this birthday! Year. My birthday this year, and uh, now we're not going to the Dominican Republic. That was the last straw. There's been a few people died in the Dominican uh, that were American oh, tourists. Yes, I did hear that. And since then, David Ortiz was shot, and now we're not going to the Dominican Republic. How much anymore. of this trip did you have planned already? Uh, pretty much all of it. Did you ha- like you already paid for tickets oh, and made whole reservations? Thing. Whole thing, all paid for, me. fully paid for. Uh, Thank goodness that yeah. you have. A travel agent, correct? In your yes, family. my mother-in-law. Thank God. Go. <laughs> yeah, she can hook us up, help us out, make sure go. we can make some things. Yeah, travel plans got switched up. So, uh, David Ortiz, I I wanted to go to the Dominican Republic so and I help could him. get. No, he's uh, are you kidding? The Red Sox already <laughs> already chartered a flight for my man. Picked him up on their private jet, brought him back. He's already taken his first steps. He's feeling good, but I did want to go to the Dominican and take a cab or whatever I could get the three, four hours over to where he would have been shot at in Santa Domingo or something like that. Just see if I can get some coagulated blood, bring it into the rum dump studios, have a little <laughs> Boston Red Sox, little extra Boston Red Sox, uh, you know, have a little vial of uh, a couple of drops of David Ortiz's blood with some like street. Look, dirt I'm just and... I'm just trying to hook us up, man. I want us to be as uh, legit as possible. That would be that would be some kind of sports souvenir. Memorabilia. I I want the memorabilia to be at the highest level in Rum Dum Studios. 
I think you do. You, you got some good stuff here. I mean, not everybody's yeah, I mean, a Xavier fan, but you are. Uh, you know, uh, you got all kinds of yeah. reds. You got a I lot got of all kinds of Paul stuff. Witt. I got all kinds of Paul Witt. Paul Witt artwork, uh, artwork in here. Yeah, yeah, we've famous, done pretty good. Famous artist. Um, we've we've got some pretty good decorations, and adding Big Poppy's blood would be nice. It would. But in all seriousness, um, there was no. We don't know what the motive was. Now we've we've found out now that there are six guys that are involved in this. Oh, now last I heard, it was two. Oh, it was three. It was, it was. two cops that were hired. Oh, I didn't know about. There the were cops. two police officers that were hired. The the there was one police officer that was on the motorcycle. He's the one who got his. These guys were he got, cops. He got absolutely beat. His yes, he, he, he got beat down by the by the locals because there was everybody a, the loves guy who shot David him Ortiz. the guy who shot him from what I understand I don't know hundred percent from what I understand was also a cop they were together now I didn't hear anything about there was six I knew there was those two and somebody that hired those two here's the odd thing is when you get a story from another country. Sometimes it's lost in translation a little bit. I have heard so many different oh, things crazy, about this thing isn't now. It, isn't it crazy? It is crazy. I just read an article before I came over here. There are now six guys that have been detained, that are, that have been arrested, that are involved in this thing. I, I'm hearing that the guy driving the motorcycle, like you mentioned, that, that everybody grabbed and they beat the heck out beat of. beat the brakes off of that And guy. then turned over to the police. Yep. I, I, I'm told what is a motorcycle taxi cab driver, a, a motorcycle oh, really? taxi driver. Man, see, I got I got my stories all mixed up then. Well, I don't know that you did because hey, who knows? You, you who hear, knows? We're, we're all hearing a bunch of different things because I heard it was two people at first. Yeah. I just heard today that there are six now that they've got, and they're all going to trial, and there's they're trying to get this guy. Here, uh, here's the deal. You're talking about the Dominican Republic. So back in the day, Sammy Sosa was the 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 basically the president. He could have done whatever he wanted to in the Dominican. David Ortiz is that guy right now. David Ortiz is is the king of where he's at. Now, I also heard that there was some big drug lord that thought David Ortiz was sleeping with his old lady and he's the one who hired this hit. There's all See, kinds, that's the thing. There's so many crazy things that come out of stuff like this. You know what probably happened? It was probably some lunatic had a gun, shot David Ortiz in the back, thinking he was going to be famous famous or whatever. He probably just wanted people to know his middle name because the only people in the world that you know their middle name are people who assassinated people, right? <laughs> Yeah, uh, do you know John, anybody's John Wilkes Booth? Do you know anybody else's middle name? David Lee Roth. Uh, Keep going. Eric Keith. Isn't Eric Keith Davis? Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Larry Bird does not have a middle name. No, Larry Joe Bird. I'm sorry, he does have a middle name. It's Joe. It's not Joseph. It's Joe. Okay. Okay. Um, well, you're a ding dong, so that doesn't count. <laughs> Christopher James Witt. Uh, Adam Christopher Schmidt. Yep, I was named after you. Um, obviously, even though you were born before me. Uh, so anyway, besides, oh, touching things I shouldn't touch. Besides <laughs> the point, uh, I don't know. It's just crazy, isn't it? it there's all, it is, yeah. It's nuts. There's, there's story after story after story. And this is the kind of thing that becomes legend. This is the kind of thing that makes a guy like David Ortiz, the greatest DH. He was already ever, a legend. The greatest DH to ever step foot on a baseball field. 
not only to step foot on a baseball field, but to play every single day at Fenway Park mm-hmm. and to play on a team that broke a a, a hundred year old uh, streak of un, of not winning a World Series for the for the Boston Red Sox and to be the MVP of that World Series, mm-hmm. and then to get shot, <laughs> almost assassinated. Very- and now he's flown back into the to the United States, and it, it's it's just it's like it all's coming together. This guy is gonna be, he's gonna be what uh, Roberto Clemente could have been. He's gonna turn into a Roberto Clemente. He David Ortiz is already so beloved. He, I mean, I do you I know- love him? Yankees fans love David That's what Ortiz. I'm Does anybody That's not how like unbelievable the guy? this guy is? Yank- David Ortiz played his entire career for the for the Boston Red Sox. Yankees fans love David Ortiz. They do, and, and there's a lot to love. He was a great hitter, and he it, it's more his personality than anything. The guy 100%. is always the guy was always happy. The guy was always friendly. Um, at least that we've seen. Uh, maybe he's sleeping with a drug lord's wife, though. Maybe you know we... he's got a wife and a kid, <laughs> and his wife yeah. is beautiful. There's no reason for I... that. David Ortiz is just out drinking when he, you know, and then when he goes out drinking, he comes home and he flies home to Miami. You know what I mean? Now, and he hangs out in Miami. The, there, this, there's a report that this may have been a hit because they were there was a report that that this guy was offered 7800 American dollars whatever that translates to Whoa 7800 dollars yes, 7800 dollars whatever would it translates to pesos would you shoot David Ortiz for 7800 dollars <laughs> I wouldn't shoot David Ortiz for every single dollar David Ortiz for 5 billion dollars no i wouldn't shoot anyone for my bi- well there are a few guys through the no, gut knowing kidding. he wouldn't I'm die just i'm just gonna shoot him right through the gut i mean he's got a big gut i shoot him <laughs> through the back comes through the gut we're good he's got to get a gallbladder removed. that had to be big a deal high-powered gun Was right it? i mean he wasn't it that went far all away. the way through him i feel like i could shoot a you all the way through little... david ortiz remember <laughs> <laughs> that's true it's david ortiz and he ain't played in two years right so. <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot so anyway, of beef to go through. <laughs> yes, very strange story. Too soon? He's hit. <laughs> too soon? No, no, we're not good. too soon. We're good. Not too we soon. We love because, you, Poppy. We love you, Poppy. Yes, we do. Because we are fans. Because he has had two surgeries now, and he did. He he's gotten up. He's he sat up. He's taken a few steps. He's on the road to recovery. He's fine. He's still in he's the coming ICU. Back. He will be playing baseball in in a year and a half. Okay. Next I, year he's coming back and playing baseball. I will put I will put five billion dollars on that. I will bet you five billion dollars on that. I won't shoot David Ortiz for five billion. I'll put five billion on that for, okay. for a bet with I'm you. I'm not betting you. Okay. So, <laughs> in all seriousness, though, he is in he's still in intensive care, but he's doing well. Um and and we send our our love and, and all that good stuff to David Ortiz for a speedy recovery. Let's let's get into what's going on in the game today. Right. We in, we have enjoyed talking about well, we've mostly enjoyed talking about uh, the mostly because with the Derek Dietrich <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited about this. This is my Hit favorite it, conversation. So the, the home run, watching it, bat flips. So people, whatever. Pe- people these days, we we talk about let the kids play, right? 
I don't, but yes, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Here's the deal. Uh, games evolve, right? Yeah. It, back in the day, you were not allowed to dunk. In the you you were not allowed to dunk in basketball. That was a it was a foul, not a foul, uh, whatever a Some sort of violation, violation to dunk. If you couldn't dunk now, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, if it was against the rules. Uh, yeah. If that if it right. was against the rules to dunk, that would be stupid. It's, ah, it's such a bad word. I hate saying that word. It, it, it's it seems like it because we have only known basketball with dunks. Okay. We have, but right. it used to be against the rules. Right. Okay. So unwritten rules of when you hit a ball, the hardest thing to do in all of prof- in all of professional sports is to, I believe, to hit a baseball thrown by a professional pitcher. Sure. You agree? Yes. I, I've always heard that. Yeah. You've heard that. Do Do you think that? Do you believe that? Um, I hope something in soccer is a lot harder to do because those guys are getting paid way too much. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just run a lot. They're just <laughs> tired. They're just more tired. They're professional actors. Oh, 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 I feel bad for all soccer. Listen, if you're a soccer fan and uh, you're listening to Nosebleed's sports podcast, his name, he's on Twitter. <laughs> at, at Schmidt 44 please feel free to, to, to tweet at me and uh, let me know how much you – you're upset about uh, my comments about soccer players being professional actors. Exactly. Because they are. Anyway, so <laughs> so um so at one point in time it was ridiculous the fact that you were not even allowed to dunk when you played basketball. So at some point in time Major League Baseball or fans of Major League Baseball or fans of baseball in general need to realize that's a little ridiculous not to be uh, uh or or to be upset at somebody who 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 does the greatest feat in all of sports which is make perfect contact against a professional baseball pitcher and hit a ball 400 and some feet it's okay to admire it and and and, and enjoy the work that you do like a Derek Dietrich, and spend three, four, five minutes in the box <laughs> watching the ball go out. That's too much time, obviously. But let's talk about what happened the other night. Madison Bumgarner, known for being an old school, grunt, hardworking, uh, you know, that 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 old school baseball guy. Did he go a little too? I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, he went too far. Let's set it He's up. He's the one who Okay, set it up. Set it up. Max Muncie. First of all, you have the Dodgers Giants timeout. Been a rivalry for a long time. Timeout. Okay. Best power hitter name of all time. Max Muncie. Really? You don't think so? <laughs> I don't know why. Give me a better one. <laughs> I don't know. I know. Hey, don't you Aaron? hate when people say that? <laughs> don't you hate when people say that? Give me a better one. Hammer like, and uh, Hank. Name. Yeah. Right. That's a that's anyway. a nickname. I want best all-time best all-time power hitter name full name Ted Power. All right. Anyway, yeah, Max Muncy, <laughs> Max Muncy, Gary uh, Gaetti. <laughs> uh, best nose of all time. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I apologize. Second best nose of all time. Um, Max Muncy, 
is hitting first inning, by the way. First inning, 0-0. That's the score. Let's set that up. They're playing at they're playing in San Francisco, right? Where you have the right the field. Water. You got you got you got kind of a short porch, but besides a short porch, uh you behind the wall, behind, it. behind the wall, you got about six, seven, eight rows of stands, and then it goes to the ocean. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a Pacific or the Atlantic. It's, it's McCovey's Cove. I know that. That's what they call it. But yeah, whatever whatever part of of a giant body of water that is, it's a large body of water. So Max Muncy hits a home run, kills it, hits the hits the water, hits you know f- probably thirty yards into the water. It didn't bounce on the little street behind it or anything. It almost like that. landed in the kayak that it, was back there. It, it, it was really it went, close. It went over a couple kayaks, I think, and it almost went over five kayaks yeah. and almost landed in one kayak. <laughs> right. So anyway, it was a monster shot. He killed it. He killed no, it. No, no, no. He killed it. He killed it. Um, my man got a little Irish on it. He got a little. <laughs> he got a little Irish on it, and he he hit it. He started his first. I counted them three steps. Number one, he hit the ball immediately. Started taking his first step. There wasn't. He didn't stay in the box at all. Hold on. Immediately, for, immediately started taking his first step. Took three steps and then went into his home run trot. A are regular you, speed home run trot. Are you on Max Muncy's side I'm on this? One hundred percent on Max Muncy's side on this. Holy cow! I know. Adam Schmidt, let the kids play. And I will never say that because that's not what this is. <laughs> Even though Madison Bumgarner addressed that after the in the in the. Uh, I didn't media. hear that, but okay. So anyway. Madison Bumgarner thought that Max Muncy was watching it. This is what long. annoys me. And this is Bumgarner, don't get in his grill. Yeah. You're showing him up. Guess what I'm going to do? If I just blasted a ball off you and you're going to yell at me, <laughs> I'm going to say this to you. Say it. I'm going to say, if you don't want me to watch it, Go get it out of the ocean. <laughs> it is, makes no sense at all. It doesn't. But it's the greatest <laughs> thing ever said on a baseball diamond. And Max Muncy said that is what he responded to, among other things. If you don't um, want me to watch it, <laughs> go get it out of the ocean. <laughs> so great. I love Madison Bumgarner. I now love Max Muncy. 5,000 times better than I love Madison Bumgarner. <laughs> so that was, that, and that was really funny, but it was, it was different. And I kind of feel like Madison Bumgarner almost right away realized like, okay, you know what? Maybe I was, because the home plate umpire ran out and was like almost dude, yelling at him. Dude, but he was still going around third and he was still screaming. So it wasn't he almost was automatically. He was more into the conversation with the umpire at that point, but he was still talking. Uh, Muncy, Muncy was, was still, still getting still at him. Yeah. Muncy was still Don't getting start. at him. Don't start. I'm with Muncy though. Once you start, I got the best of you. Guess who's getting the last word? <clears throat> I'm getting the last word. See, and that's that's Don't where start at me. that's where the problem is for me is is when it's about getting the best of somebody and having to show them up. And that's not what Muncie was that, doing. That's not that's no. Not what Muncie but was if doing. I got the best of you, and you're gonna come at me, guess what? I'm getting the last word in. You, you can you then can I say, am going to then because I'm say, not gonna just take it from you. Then you can I say just get it out of you. the ocean. You can say get go out of the ocean. Go pick that thing up out of the ocean. So go ahead, go walk <laughs> in the ocean. Go pick that up. 
But it was. It was. And you want to talk about. Go, go talk to, 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 to Fred Smith, who's in a kayak, five <laughs> kayaks deep, and go see if he'll give it to you. Fred's a pretty nice guy. He'll probably give it to you. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd say so. If Matt and Bub Garner came out there, I'd give it to him. <laughs> sure. Uh, but this is so. This is 100% different than the Derek Dietrich issue that, that we talked about so long. 100. <laughs> it's not anywhere close. It's not anywhere close to a lot of a lot of situations where guys hit home runs Tim and, and watch it. All Tim Anderson's home Tim, runs. Tim Anderson's home runs where he, he'll stand there for a while, watch it, and then like – twirl like twirl the bat like a baton like it's a baton show and uh and, hey and toss it to toss hey it you the strike me out. out you do what you want that's what i say you strike yeah. me out do what you want hey you know what amir garrett said amir garrett uh so we're a cincinnati based podcast obviously if you're watching on youtube or facebook you see we're all cincinnati in the background so we're a cincinnati based podcast amir garrett uh should be in the All-Star game, the Major League Baseball All-Star game, because of how well he's pitched as a relief pitcher. And he came out and said, here's the deal. You get the best of me, you do what you want. You hit it out, you do what you do what you want. But, but, that doesn't mean I can't get excited on the mound when I strike you out. And in most cases, I feel like those are totally different things. What's totally different things? We shouldn't get into that. No, I want to. No, no. We, we've already. No. <laughs> what is totally? I've never heard this before. 12, What's totally different? No, we've said this. Before. Strikeout to home run is different. It's the way they the way they react to them is different. In, way, mo- in most cases, so so pumping a fist, pumping a fist is is being excited about the play you just did. Watching the home run is rubbing it in somebody's face. That's not celebrating. No way. That's There's not no, celebrating. It's nobody. watching and boasting about it. You are. You don't have an opportunity to watch when you're pitching because you literally it, it hits the glove that it's over. I think pumping your fist and getting excited is worse than standing there and watching your home run go out. So every time a guy, if you hits, watch a ball, if you watch a ball and it doesn't go out, and it's a double off the wall, or you walk the first and you only get a single, then guess what? You're going to get crucified by your team, by everybody in the dugout. They're going to laugh at you and make fun of you. But if you hit a ball so well that it, it goes 450, 470 not nearly as bad. As long as you're just watching the ball and then you start jogging when it's gone. That is nowhere near <laughs> as bad as jumping on the mound, pumping your fists up in the air and hooting, hollering and all I that. I don't crap. I don't know any I don't know any pitchers that do all that. There are guys that get Amir excited. Garrett, uh well, I could name a but few they, of them. But they Chris don't, Archer. But but they don't do that after every one. It may, maybe not every maybe one. At the end, getting out of a jam or something. They get they get excited because the adrenaline is up. But that's extra. the same as a home run. But it's how not. many times when you're up to bat do you hit a home run? One out of how many times? It depends on who one you out, are. Okay, let's just say if you're a home run hitter, one out of every ten, ten times you're up to bat, you get a home run. So if you're a pitcher, one out of ten times you're getting pumped up and shooting and hooting and hollering. You're probably doing that more than one out of ten how times. How many pitchers do you know are hooting and hollering and okay, jumping I'm up and down? I'm getting too crazy about it, but I'm just telling you that, say, say in Amir Garrett, one out of every three outs he's doing that. 
which is probably one out of every six batters. One out of every 10 to 13 to 15 at-bats is is a guy like Derek Dietrich hitting a home run. So he's doing it less. But, but home he's run, doing it less home than a runs, guy like Amir Garrett. Home runs are are at an all-time high rate right now. It's not There's it's still not more rare. strikeouts. There's still more strikeouts than there okay. are home runs. Okay. And sure, and there should be. But it's still home runs are we just had a game the other day that broke the they combined the Arizona and strikeouts and Phil, are at an all-time high so why are you getting all excited about every strikeout you have <laughs> nobody's getting no, don't say nobody's, nobody don't say nobody's got, getting excited it's not nobody these, but the, the way that pitchers react I bet to there strikeouts, are more I bet there are more pitchers Getting it's I'm I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna start looking it up. How are you gonna find? I don't that? know. I'm YouTube and YouTube's got crazy stuff. <laughs> There's no. Okay, it I'm doesn't. Gonna call, I'm gonna call Scott Van. Pelt. We are we are not. We we have discussed this so many times that people listening to this podcast are tired uh, of hearing it. And we're not tired gonna, of it. We're I not think they love get, it. Let the kids play. We're How not many gonna get said that. Oh, if you're God, on here, nails on a chalkboard. None. There's nobody no, said it. There's no son of a gun. <laughs> There, if I'm Derek Dietrich, you know what I'm doing. If I'm Big Daddy Double Dinger Dietrich, <laughs> I'm pimping every nuke I hit. <laughs> That's fine. Go for it. Um, I love the pimping the nukes. By the way, That's I know my you new do. Favorite thing. I know you do. Do we want to get into another baseball thing, or do we? No, we don't. We don't. We don't have time because we want to talk about. Uh, this thirteen nothing win for the U.S. Yeah. Women's National Let's Soccer okay. Team in uh, the World Cup. How about this? So, so the 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 women's first game was against Thailand. Thailand, and normally, you know, I, and in the World Cup, in the in the pool play, the amount of goals you score is a big deal. You have to, yes. The more goals you score, the uh, the higher your seed is. This, that, and the other. Uh, the the U.S. women's team is by far has been for a lot of years the best. In the of the best in soccer, but when you're up by a certain amount, you think you'd pull back. Not the other night. No, the women's team scored 13 goals, which is a record for most goals scored in the World Cup. Also, the record for largest margin of victory in the World Cup. Alex Morgan, their best player, had five goals. Five. Goals for Alex Morgan. It was a you know it was it was historic for the U.S. Uh, team and Here, tragically historic can for I, can I can I tell uh, you so 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 soccer is the most popular sport in the entire world and the women outside the U.S. No, in well, just in the whole world, it is. It, it, you can include the U.S. or don't include the U.S. If you take the entire world, it's the most popular sport. Right. With or without the U.S., it doesn't matter. It's still the most popular sport. So, with that being said, you would think the U.S., which is, you know, so great at everything athletic-wise. I mean, if you look at, at Olympics in the past... 30 years we're always on top our men are so bad at soccer (laughs) that it took them 379 days 
to score 13 goals. Which it, is how many games? I don't know how many games I have is, but. no idea how many games, but it's over a year, and it took our women one day. That's incredible. I mean, it was obviously a, a, a night that we might not ever see again, but the question whether, you know, do you pull back? You mentioned that. Don't you think you pull sure. back a little bit? No, only, no, if it only comes for it, the reason that you first mentioned. Exactly, no. because in World Cup pool play, the goals you score puts you in a certain you could tie they could tie zero to zero or two to two. And the the goal differential is what places you in the in the in the actual tournament mm-hmm. of the World Cup. Yeah. So yeah, in pool play. Don't hold back. Score thirty if you can. Yeah, yep. I'm with you on that. I, you know, obviously, as we were talking about the baseball, it wasn't thing, just I'm, thirteen. I'm, Do you know how many goals they gave up? Zero. It was thirteen to nothing. I'm sorry, thirteen nil. Thir- right, thirteen nil. Right. Because uh, you got to say it correctly when you're talking about soccer. Right. Yep. And then they play on a pitch and all that different stuff. Uh, I don't know how you play on a pitch, but whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's that's a word from another country. That that that's where that originated, I think. But anyway, um, that was it, it was unprecedented, obviously, and it was you know there is no there is no sportsmanship thing there. It was um, I I just sportsmanship. I can I? Can we talk about sportsmanship? We just did for the last fifteen minutes. Uh, That's exactly I what I'm talking about when I talk about the home run stuff. All right, so let's talk about it in this case. <laughs> let's talk about it in this case. Sportsmanship. In this case, you are talking about where the amount of goals you score places you somewhere. But at the same time, thirteen nothing's run up the score, right? Yeah. It is. I mean, it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it you is. could. Play. I have no idea whether you know they what? played their lower. When you're a players. professional, when you're a professional, and, and and this is a this is the World Cup, or what, or or say this is the NFL, or say this is the NBA. I I I I'm okay with running the score up. You're you're a professional team. I don't believe it's necessarily running the score up at that point. I believe you just can't play. Well, yeah. Or figure out a way to compile a team that can take care of business. There are there are several ways that you can not not run the score up as much as you could, obviously. And most of the time it's subbing your best players out at a certain point in the game. Um I think they did. That yeah, that's the thing. I don't know, but they don't have to in this case. That's what that's what I'm I'm agreeing with you on that. They don't have to in that case only because of the rules and the way that the seeding works for the tournament. Because you have to score as many goals as you can, right? For that specifically, in every other sport, I don't care if it's professional, high school, college, little league, whatever. I think there is a certain level of sportsmanship that goes into if you are clearly that much better than a team. Somebody yeah. said something funny. No, nobody uh, said anything oh, funny. Okay. I'm looking at the stats from this game. Do you many? Do you know how many shots on goal Thailand had? 
I'm going to say like four. Two. Oh, wow. Two shots on goal. That's bad. The U.S., 40. Oh, my gosh. That's outrageous. Wow. Um, and so, so that goes right along with what I'm saying here is when you, when you know, when it's clear that you, that, that this team is so badly overmatched, this Thailand team or whoever you're talking about in any professional sport, when you're that overmatched and it's clear, there is, I think there is a certain, there are certain things you can do to, promote sportsmanship which includes taking your your best players out you know not not shooting threes late in the game when you're up 35 stuff like that you know you can you can still play you put your best but that's in a different sense though you're talking about basketball where if- I agree with I think that you can do certain so things for and now you're expected on, for, to so do for now things. on in the NBA if you're up by 30 then you can't bring your defense out past three point line like I uh, was in what fourth grade <laughs> that's no obviously those aren't the rules I know they're not the <laughs> rules we're not talking about rules I mean the rule there's no rules saying yeah I can't take a three when I'm by when I'm up by 30 right but but, but but you don't. But it's sportsmanship. But you don't do it. Right, it's because it's sportsmanship. And and even though I joke about it, I do agree. I do okay. agree with that. <laughs> okay. I do. I do. I do. All I'm right, not, so congratu- go congratulations to the U.S. Women's National Team. That's impressive. Good luck the rest of the way. That's probably the last time we'll talk about them, I'm sure. And but, last uh, but not least. <laughs> yes. Last but not least, the Stanley Cup finals game seven before we get into this uh the blues had a chance in game six the st louis blues who haven't won a uh stanley cup and god knows how long i don't know something crazy because none of us care about the nhl i think ever i thought ever was it ever oh, was it ever i thought so it was the ever. the president or gm or somebody wrote a book or not a book a book wrote a book that's wrote quick a that's note, quick book wrote a note to the fans talking about where the where you know thank you it, you know the fact that we've won in six games and we're we're gonna we're we want it at home and we're doing this and we're we're bringing the uh we're bringing the uh stanley cup and we're gonna do a parade through market street and had the whole parade route figured out he he wrote a whole letter to the fans of st louis wow and they lost game six and somebody put this out right after game six somebody in the st louis blues sabotaged the president slash whatever he was owner i don't know what he was sabotaged him and put it out that he this guy had wrote this big letter now now we are in boston in Boston for Game Seven. There's is there a better city for a Game Seven? There isn't. There, what, what's your favorite two words in in uh, all of professional sports? Gom Seven. Ah, me too. I pronounce it Gom. I pronounce it Game, but uh, I I uh, I also had to go to kindergarten well, twice, so you're probably right. If you <laughs> <laughs> if uh if you have any sportsmanship about you you pronounce it gom so uh, well in that case game <laughs> seven <laughs> so but in all seriousness congratulations to the st louis blues you pulled it off not only did they win 
But I would consider this a blowout. In hockey, I think this is kind of a blowout. They ran the score up, obviously. Uh, very poor. I mean, enjoy your Stanley Cup. Your poor sports. You <laughs> ran the score up 4-1. You could have pulled your guys. You could have pulled your goalie. You could have been winning 2-1 winning and pulled your goalie and ended <laughs> up having a nil-nil or 1-1 one, one or <laughs> A T or a tie or whatever y'all call it. If you were decent sports, you would have just given them a free power play. Uh, <laughs> what is a power play? Power play is when uh, one of your teammates goes to the penalty box and you are playing shorthanded against. I'm impressed. Team. The power impressed play is you. for for the other team. The other team that has all their players. That's awesome. Uh, so congratulations, St. Louis Blues. They win the Stanley Cup. Four games to three. Game seven, four to one. I'm so hoping we see the same thing in the NBA, which reminded me when you said that about that minutes to go, the Toronto Raptors in game five were winning and it was two minutes to go and it was in Toronto. They were they brought all the champagne in. They brought the yeah. they brought the Larry O'Brien trophy in. They they covered everybody's lockers with the with the the uh, how fast plastic and everything. How fast do you gotta be to get in there and immediately rip down the plastic, Before. get everything out? <laughs> how fast can we get these coolers rolling? I hope they're rolling coolers. Yeah, I I, I think they are. Do you but think anyway. they're as magic a cooler as we had at your uh, brother's uh, bachelor party? <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently not. No, guys, because they lost. Because there's still beer in that thing. There's still beer coming out of that cooler. Then that's more magic than what we had. <laughs> I don't know. Right I now. think I I still believe that uh, uh, when Joey had his bachelor party, I still believe if I put a uh, Bud Light beer bottle cap inside that cooler, I could get two more out. It's a seed. You planted the seed. It grew a tree. It worked then. It'll work forever. I if you want to have a magic cooler, get a hold of the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. We can loan it out to you, and make sure you guys drink uh, for free and as long as you want forever, and responsibly. Responsibly is probably the biggest I part. To, I have to add that part. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that's it. Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. Obviously, um, I keep saying obviously. Stanley Cup uh, named after. Stanley Ipkiss from the movie The Mask. Uh, Jim Carrey played him. <laughs> I'm just assuming that that's what the Stanley Cup, or Stanley from The Office, maybe, maybe as well. All um, great people. Anyway, uh, that's it. Look, we covered soccer. We covered hockey. We covered football. We covered basketball. We covered Major League Baseball. We covered it all today. We are as as much a sports podcast as you could possibly be next week we've got a ton on cricket we've got a lot of water polo to go over is it weird that that cricket is like a full circle like you can hit the ball behind you or or if you like it, it's a it's a full circle field i want to get into cricket i want to learn how to play cricket i want i i saw some people playing cricket uh at oscamp one time is that so it's as weird a sport if i as i've ever seen Huh. It, I believe that's where baseball came from. Probably. Some similarities. I I know very, very little about cricket. But they like don't I, use a glove, I can tell you that, and they yeah. make spectacular plays barehanded. It's like a whole lot of Kevin Mitchells. Ooh. That's one of the great highlights. 
If you don't know what I'm talking about, YouTube, Kevin Mitchell, barehanded catch. Yeah. Greatest barehanded baseball catch of all time. Yeah. San Francisco Giants, left field. Second best barehanded catch uh, behind number one. Oh, Ozzie Smith. Oh, my gosh. Are you not going to say that? No. The greatest ever was Ozzie Smith diving up the middle. Ball takes a bad bounce and he reaches with his bare behind hand it. behind him. Look that, that up. That's the that's Look the greatest that defensive that's the play. Greatest period. defensive play in the history of Major League Baseball. Next time, after the posters are done, after sports posters, greatest defensive plays in Major <laughs> League Baseball history. Okay, all right, we got it. We'll do it. Um, I'm excited about that. My, the one that I was thinking of before you said that was um, I was at a Reds game one time with a young man, and Reggie Taylor hit a foul ball. And uh, were you there? Nobody around. You him. were not there. Nobody around. You it was it was only there. me and you. You were and you I were there? the only ones there. What are you were talking you about? Were you there? It was you and me and like six dad, other and like six other people in the there. whole in the whole thing. I thought my dad. I thought, <laughs> Maybe he was. I thought it was just you and me, but he may have been there. All I know <laughs> is that I missed. I uh, I missed the foul ball. It is, well, it, it is, was. I didn't catch it. It was. T- it it hits you in the hands, which is the toughest part to hit. Uh, if you're trying to catch a ball, I'm just. I'm just like trying to. I'm just like trying to mess with you hard here. You got me, man. You got but, me. Uh, I couldn't catch anyway. the ball. I missed it, <laughs> and I don't know if anybody can even hear me because I feel like my. I feel like the microphone is not working, but. It's been. Uh, it's been in and out the whole time. All right. I got so you. at the same time. Congratulations to the women's – oh, there it is. Congratulations to the women's soccer team. Congratulations to the St. Louis Blues. And this time next week we will have a congratulations to an NBA Finals champion. Yes, we will. Until I then. I hope it goes seven games. Gosh, I hope it goes seven. We all know that because what's our favorite two words? Game seven. Game seven. Don't for turn – don't for turn – No, don't do it. Don't for turn. (laughs) Don't forget to turn your headlights on.